Hello. What's good, bro? Yeah, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Fine, thank you. Fine, thank you. So, welcome to the Young Entrepreneur Podcast. That's what it is. I'm yeah. so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for accepting my invite also. <laughs> it's a good one. Okay. So, hello guys. So, today, in today's episode of Young Entrepreneur Podcast, I'm going to be interviewing Abraham Akipelu, popularly called A.B. Akins. He's a, master, he's a bespoke master of ceremony and media personality. Started his career working as in 2013, where he worked with a um, community radio station back then called SMFM. He then proceeded to work with Gosporella FM, an online family radio station. He's currently a financial student of estate management in the University of Lagos. He has been able to distinguish himself in a unique style of delivery as a compare. He has also carved a niche for himself so well that both events after a series of meditated Riazals garnished with sophisticated appearance and born in charisma. A.B. Akin is a true definition of a king, essential compare. So welcome to the Young Entrepreneur Podcast. AB. Thank you. Thank you for the intro. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. So um, moving on to the interview straight up. So the All first right. question I have for you today is, um, tell us about your story. How did you start your journey as, as a MC? What inspired okay. you to start? What, how did you discover your talent? All right. Um, for me, um, um, started very, um, very young, at a very young age for me. The, um, the career of choosing uh, to be a master of ceremony didn't come as I wanted to be an MC. It came from public speaking and being used to talking to the crowd and being in front of the uh, crowd, you know. Um, back in secondary school, which was, which I like to say is my foundation of um, public speaking and, you know, choosing this path. Um, I remember I used to be part of different things that would involve me standing in front of a lot of crowds to talk, like I'd been a part of the debate, the school debate, I'd been a part of the music club and all that. So I knew I usually um, was involved in one sort of public speaking one way or the other and all that and entertainment and all that so um growing up as a child i used to watch um, what's it called um, project fame i used to um, love joseph benjamin and uh, adora ole before he later on became balale olukani so i used to love him joseph benjamin joseph, joseph benjamin was the first person that stole my heart when it comes to media um, presenting tv presenting and all that i loved his charisma the way he was always styled and you know the, the way he spoke and all that those were things that i felt absolutely in love with so in secondary school the opportunity came for some of us to be part of people that would a student that would be emceeing events and all that so i, I opted in and uh, i remember i i was the MC alongside two other ladies um in my secondary school for our inter-house sports, I was the MC, and that was the first time the student was ever going to hold the microphone to MC an event. Then oh. furthermore, when I was in my final year class in secondary school, I also had to be a part of um, um, the school talent on show where I was also chosen as the MC. So I think, okay, that was even my SS2. Then finally in SS3 again, I, also, I was the MC for my prom night. All right, so while where, where all my fellow graduating students were seated, I was the MC alongside the female friend too, who is also doing well in the media industry and um, a radio entrepreneur. For me, um, it's something I love doing, so he, I, 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 I was inspired by the passion for it. And um, I feel like eventually when I got out of secondary school, radio I, I, work, I, I worked with radio station and I wanted to learn more I got a mentor 
got a role model to follow and thank god for um, social media and thank god for the internet i was able to watch youtube videos of i say i sakido i beg your pardon and, and a couple of other people i admired and i was able to glean from their wealth of, of knowledge and that kind of shaped my career path and that kind of helped me in the mcj so professionally i can say professionally that i started getting paid i would say uh say about five years now five years there about yeah. Hmm. That's it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so my my next question is: How were you able to distinguish yourself and build a personal brand in a unique style? That because I understand that the entertainment industry can be very noisy, um, and it takes a deliberate action for you to um, deliberate um, actions for you to um, build a, um, a a different brand, a unique brand for yourself. How were you able yeah. to over the, over the time? Uh, okay. So um, for me, I, first of all, I needed to be. Um, intentional about what I wanted to do. Being a master of ceremony, there are different. Um, the, let me let me say it can be categorized in, into different types of masters of ceremony. I wanted to be the corporate one. I wanted to be the the casual one. I wanted to be the one that is not so uptight but also very classy and all that. Because the kind of people that I admire and I choose as role model, that's that's basically what attracted me to them and that's why I wanted to be like them. People like Aiko Sakido, people like Joseph Benjamin, people like um, Frank Edor, people like Baba Jerry Guerrero, Tosi Pitoya, and a couple of other people. So I, I first of all wanted to know how they were able to put all together the ball of charisma, um, the good command of English language, and also a couple of other things. So I began to follow them, read books, um, you know, follow them on social media platforms, check out YouTube videos on what to do. So I knew that, okay, this is the kind of person I want to be. So I have to be very intentional. If I'm posting on Instagram or any social media platform, the image I'm representing out there should be seen that, okay, this guy is all about this. I cannot post today as, okay, now there are, there are different types of masters of ceremony. There are the corporate ones, there are the hype men, yeah. there, are the comi- there are the comedians, there are the um, normal people that are very confused, all right? Yeah. But I wanted to I wanted to be known for if you want to have a book launch, if you want to have a wedding, if you want to have a corporate function, if you wanted to have the kind of calm, collected, casual environment, who would you think to handle the mic? Who would you let to do the talking? I would not disappoint you. That was the kind of person I wanted to be remembered to to be. And that's why I was very intentional. And that's why I chose, okay, I was going to be... Now, the meaning of quintessential is... Um, quintessence, quintessence means like the definition or an example of something. If you're going to talk about running now, for instance, speed. If you call Usain Bolt, people understand that, oh, Usain Bolt has to do with speed fast running do you understand yeah if you talk about if you talk about um, michael jordan you're going to remember okay this is one badass guy when it comes to basketball so i wanted i wanted it to be like okay if they mention aba kings it's going to be like okay aba kings is all about you know corporate events it's all about this kind of thing that's why um, i was very intentional about the craft i was i was i, I was branding myself for so that's why that's it okay makes sense it's fine nice it's fine also so my next question is: I have seen you host an empty big event. How were you able to get those event planners, or organizers, to see you as the most suitable person for that job? <laughs> okay, here's the thing: people would not trust you immediately with big events. Okay, so you see me at big event does not mean I've not done small event. I started very small. I remember the first time I. Um, was going to get a gig back then i was in yaba college of technology i think that was 2000 and 
I, I was there from 2013 till 2016. Okay, so we were supposed to have a dinner, um, and um, I opted. I wanted to be the MC. I wanted to volunteer, but I could not just come out of the blues and say, "Please, I want to be part of the. I want to be the person that will MC the event." So I had to be part of the planning. I had to be part of everything that I had to do with making the event a success. So I started from being a volunteer. I would beg that, okay, let me do this. I started from volunteering without any pay and all that. And also, when I got into a new territory, which was um, University of Lagos, after I left the Abatec, I, I knew that people would not just hop to give me big events like that. And I first of all noticed the environment. Every kind of MC there was doing a particular thing. They all were psyched about the social gatherings of all week parties, you yeah. know, uh, clubs. So they all wanted to be hyping. They all wanted to be funny and all yeah. that. But I, 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 I was not really a fan of that. I was not really into that. All right. I could be in a party. I could be in, in all those kind of gatherings. But I, I don't want to be the one coordinating the crowd because it takes a different kind of strategy and energy, which is not really my thing. Okay. And I cannot force it. You cannot be a master of all at once. Yeah. You understand? So I said to myself, um, I was going to be very intentional and. Um, I mean, I volunteered. I did a couple of jobs. I've done big events that I've been giving just 5,000 euros. And I was really happy, not because of the 5,000 euros, because they knew by the time when they were giving me the 5,000 euros, it was not the worst of what I did. Do you understand? Yeah. So, uh, and satisfaction and um, the impression I created in the mind of those people, there's no way they will have a bigger event that they would not um, consider me first mm. because I've done a fantastic job with a very low price. So the next time I'm coming, I'm giving you an official price. Or oh, we're definitely going to have a better negotiation than the first one. So um, it was um, very intentional for me. I started small events, and those that's how it becomes from this one to that one. I've done an event of just about 20 people in garden, and I've done events of like about a thousand plus in the garden. So that's how it works. That's that's basically it. Mm, makes sense. And um, uh, they still will only see you as a suitable person when they've seen you in previous jobs. Yeah. Nobody just, just um, I, yes, I've gotten referrals from top-notch people, but those top-notch people have also seen me. So someone has to see you from somewhere doing it in a small place before you can recommend you like that. And start now, start early, that's the best thing. Mm. Makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. So, um, doing very well with little things and take you places, right? Yes, exactly, that's it. Okay. Okay. So my next question is, how do you charge your customer? Because you know it's a service-based business and it can be very hard for you to charge customers. How do you value yourself? Okay, so um, I had to learn um, the, the business part of my creativity from mentors and from role models and also from reading books. So first of all, initially it was um, referral-based um, and you know, you just tend to say, okay, what do you have? Okay, I cannot work with this and all that. But when it now became very professional and we had to make it really official because people would tell you, okay, they will pay you and after some events, they won't pay you mm. and you cannot bug them because you're trying to create a brand, you understand, and all that. And sometimes you don't want people to perceive you as someone that is very um, desperate and hungry and all that So they will, because you don't want them to also play with your intelligence. So I, I started asking questions. I started going for seminars. I started going for... Um, uh, what's it called? Role model masterclasses and all that. Uh, and um, I learned how to handle the business part. And so what I started doing is I, I learned how to create an invoice. And in the invoice, my terminologies are going to be there. Okay, you have to pay this percentage before. Before uh, what's it called? Before I come around. 
and uh, you have to pay like 70% before the event and maybe 30% at the end of the event or after the event or on the day of the event, whichever way um, it is in the technology. So I decided to inculcate so many things that has caused challenges for me before in my terminology so that we don't have discrepancies and we don't have disagreements. Um, if, you change your, if you change your scheduled dates, we are initially agreed on. Uh, there's going to be rene- renegotiations and all, and, and all that. So um, the, the, the truth about it is you can never... I don't think I've outgrown the part where some people will still want to try and play on my intelligence when it comes to the financial part. But I, I think I've, I've been able to start handling it very well and more professionally now than before. Uh, even dealing with younger people, even dealing with people of the millennials, people that are not really so elderly in this country. You know how they want to use the influence of a friend of a friend or familiarity to want to play on your intelligence. But yeah. I think gradually I'm learning how to understand. I see a learning process for me. But so far, so good. I've been able to manage it well. I charge differently for location. I charge differently for hours. I charge differently for the type of location. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that answers that question very well. So the next question is, um, what are what are the lessons you have learned so far in your journey as an entrepreneur? First of all, when um uh, um it is very challenging financially, and the fact that um so many people um, perceive you to be what you're not and you you might be carried away and want to live a fake life and that's one challenge that someone has to be super conscious about okay um and that's why i've made it um, a point of um, or a decision that i'm never going to fall for um for um what's it called let me let me say it in our own way whining yeah okay when people get so i'm just going to say that way so i'm going to tell you how it is i'm going to be down to earth with you okay this is it this is it if you don't pay me this amount i can't eat i can't do anything so you saw me fresh or you saw me this is because people paid me so you have to pay me so i try not to live a fake life or fake it till i make it i'm going to be very very honest honest how, how you see it i'm going to be very honest with you do you understand so um the the challenge is that and another challenge is the fact that it's a competitive market you need to be different you need to be different if you're if you come as the same way another person has come people are going to tag it out oh it sounds like this person oh it looks like this person or oh, it behaves like this person now they're not seeing you for you they're, they're not just they're, they're tagging you along to another person's image so you need to create an image for yourself i wish would be challenging for people to accept your personality at first and um, one major lesson I've learned is, is um, um, always criticize your work. Always criticize your work. It, it, it makes you a better person. Listen to people's critics. Um, try and not be the face when they're criticizing. Let someone criticize. Let someone criticize you without being there and get the feedback. Work on yourself, and that's you. You learn from there. Hmm. Wow. Um, you said something uh, that most people would not say in entrepreneurship because most times, uh, even I, I also face what you said personally. And most times, people yeah. look at you like, ah, TMME, ah, this guy, bad guy, bad guy. And they feel like um, this guy, like maybe he has money and all of that. But then they don't know that um, 
I'm trying, I'm trying to be very careful uh, my words. I'm trying, I'm trying to be very careful with yeah. my words. Yeah. Because most times people 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 look at what you do and feel like oh what you're doing makes sense and they want to go into it without understanding either what you do. So most times they, yeah. they, they, they go and for example now look at you, oh A B uh, MC, bad guy, you're doing well what you're doing. So I just feel like oh I mean I won't start doing I won't start um, I won't start to do one day. I just wake up one day, I won't, I won't start I won't start I want to also become an MC one day. And after some time you feel like you, you see that most most people don't really succeed at that. I think it's very important yeah. also. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, and so on the second talk we talked about on um, accepting feedback and criticism. Um, I also feel people should be careful. So, for example, I, for me, I I see like there are two types of criticism. The first one is the constructive mm-hmm. feedback or criticism. The second one is the destructive. Because, for example, now look at yourself now. Some people, some people might have told you when you started that oh, guy, you're not good and all of that, without giving you like, I can say you're not good. I'll not tell you why you're not good. I'll just say you're not good out of hatred. Yeah, that's that's like where that. you filter. That's where you filter what people say. Do you understand? And that's where you filter. And if you're doing what you're doing passionately, no matter what anybody says, sit down talking. You're not going to be. Yeah, that's nice. So um, my next question is this: What's your advice for any young person that is clueless or confused and trying to figure out what they are to do in their life? Because um, most most of us as um, young people, let's say from 15 or 19 to we're trying to figure out in quotes, yeah. what exactly should I do with my life. I'm confused. I'm looking yeah. at looking at other people and other people because um, social media does a lot of um, damage to our yeah. mentality and outcome. Yeah. So we see somebody and we feel like, oh, this guy is this guy is like on top of it and all of that. And we try to some most people go into depression. How do you, what's your advice for young people? That, it's a simple that, thing. It's a simple thing. So far, you're still very young. Try everything. Mm-hmm. Just try everything. Try one. There's one that you will find out you like and it will work for you. You think I just woke up one morning and I started being an MC? I tried music. I tried this. I tried acting. I tried. I tried everything. Hmm. Ask people. Most people that are successful in any field, at one point in their life, they tried a whole lot of things. Do you understand? The person that the first man to give you electricity, yeah. tried over a thousand times or so and i'm sure he got his once but does not mean it was the first time or the second time or the third time or the tenth time or the hundredth time do you understand but he tried different ways different methods so to succeed in life to find what you really like if you're clueless try all the things that you feel you can do like you like try everything you'll find out that you're you're very very consistent and passionate about one than the other mm. You'll find one. Mm. You're going to figure it out. It might take a while, but it will come forward. Mm. It took me a while, but I mean, I started very, very early trying different things. That's why. Mm. Mm. Wisdom over there. Because I checked your Instagram, I checked your Instagram profile, and I saw back, like, back down where you snap a picture and you have a text and I think your friends, you're talking about an event or something. So for me, like, people don't really see what you have been doing, like, from way back. You just yeah. see where you are to be and feel like, oh, this guy is doing well. So, and I think it's also important. That's, yeah. that's right. So, lastly, my next question is, um, what's your advice for someone out there thinking of starting a journey to become an MC, become a compare? All right, it's very, um, it's very good for you to know um, that you would like to be uh, in the journey of public speaking and all that. But, but for you to open your mouth and talk to quite a number of people, you know, you have to be informed. You cannot open your mouth and say rubbish just because you want to talk. 
so you need to read all right you need to have a mentor you have to learn you have to watch news you have to read papers you have to be informed about almost everything you are like feeding other people information and you cannot feed them lies you cannot feed them what is wrong you need to be diverse if you have to do an event with a legal practitioner um firm or with lawyers or with doctors you need to have read you need to be informed about what goes on around in their sphere of life so you need to be very diverse you need to be very vast in your knowledge you need to be thirsty for more read a lot have a mentor it's always important to have a mentor have someone you can always talk to that will tell you what to do that will help you solve situations when you're tied up have a mentor have uh, someone you take as a role model and that will work well for you there's no there's no there's no there's no secrets to it everybody that has done it once had someone that put them through and that's it mm-hmm. Uh, this this is not supposed to be part of the interview question, but I saw your picture yeah. with uh, Kenny Black. I think last year, or this year. and I also I saw your picture. Of, okay, I said I saw your picture. I saw a picture of you with Kenny Black this year, yeah. and I also saw I, on your Instagram. I also saw like I saw a picture of two of you like way back, from, I think 2015 or so. Yeah. Did you know before you start or what? We, we we worked together at a radio station and that was 2013 wow. and i knew him far back as 2012 before everybody knew the kenny black of now mm. i've known him like we had known each other because we were trying different things and we met ourselves uh, doing events and all that so we started we started he, he was more dedicated and he had he had um, a, a a quicker way that work differently for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he's still my friend. We still work together. So it has been a long time coming. People don't know. They think he just woke up one day and they just the phone. They just I've, I've known him like eight years, about eight nine wow. years ago. So wow. it's been a long time coming for every one of us. Mm. Thank you so much, Ibrahim. I so much appreciate you for accepting. Thank you so much, um, so much platform. I appreciate the privilege. Yeah, so guys, if you don't know Abraham Akipeli, yeah, just go on Instagram and check, search for AB Akins or Abraham Akipeli. He's a very, like, he's one of the, for, you are going to MC my wedding over here. I'm, I'm down for you, bro. Uh-huh. Okay, so if you have any events, wedding, corporate events, just any kind of event that, that, you, that you need someone with, um, or you can put yourself, put yourself in. All right, guys. Uh, my name is A.B. Akins. A.B., like you said, Abraham Akipel. That's where I got the name from. I'm a master's host event. I'm also a media personality, radio and TV personality. I do voiceovers and I'm also a content creator. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what I do is to talk to people, all right, and I make them happy. I can make you happy at whatever occasion it is, be it your morning devotion, book launch, a wedding, any celebration. Just let me do the talking. You can follow me on all social media platforms at AB underscore AKYNT. Scout AB underscore AKYNT. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Tammy Dyer. God bless you. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the podcast session with AB Akins. Thank you, guys. Blessings.